Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. As you may have heard, or actually may not have heard, um, six more daycare facilities uh, closed by Alberta Health Services. And the announcement came out at like midnight Friday, which traditionally means it's something the government doesn't want you to know about. However, uh, I don't know if that was necessarily the case um, in this instance. I mean, clearly that's not the time of day when these sort of announcements are usually made, but um, six more daycares in Calgary closed uh, just before midnight on Friday because children from those daycares tested positive um, for gastrointestinal problems, some of them linked to daycares from the original outbreak. It's all about E. coli, right? Uh, you know that story. We've had hundreds of people infected, dozens in hospital, 11 closures to begin with, and then six more. So the story continues now, uh, what are we into, the third week um, since the original exposure happened. So, um, you know, it's 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 something that I think has now become the second worst E. coli outbreak in Canada and the worst regarding um pediatrics but food poisoning it's it's i mean think about it for you you ever had a case of bad food poisoning i have once uh years ago i'm almost positive i know where it came from too uh place in a shopping mall food court i thought i was gonna die i really did it was horrible like it was it was as sick as i've ever been didn't last long and then it was over and yeah i didn't think much of it at the time because because it's food poisoning it happens right i mean uh, the Public Health Agency of Canada tells us that about 10% of Canadians, listen to this, 4 million Canadians get food poisoning every year. A thousand of them end up in hospital. More than 200 die every year. So um, with the recent E. coli crisis in Calgary, foodborne illness in the headlines uh, every day for the last little while. But like I say, not uncommon, although situations like this one in Calgary certainly are uncommon. Uh, let's speak with Keith Warner now, who's a professor in the Department of Food Science at the University of Guelph. Keith, uh, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time. Well, no, thanks for inviting. Yeah, those numbers, you know, 4 million Canadians a year. And and you know what? That can only be an estimate. I didn't tell anybody that I had food poisoning. That wasn't documented anywhere. I think, you know, for a lot of us, we just write it out. So it's probably really hard to get a precise assessment, isn't it? Oh, exactly right. And even people say that four million is an underestimate because the reality is you only get included in a statistic when we go to a doctor or go into a hospital, get a sample, and they actually test it, which isn't always the case. And then they put a kind of correction factor on that. So, um, you know, extreme people say, well, it could be 30 million. But I think, as you rightly said, we've all had food poisoning. And yeah. even when we've had the 24 hour flu, that could actually be food poisoning as well. So, it's um, very underestimated for sure. Yeah, I, was, I wanted to ask you about that because, like I say, I was sick. I was so sick. I was in bad shape, but for a day, maybe a day and a half tops. It did not last long. Is that typically how this plays out? Well, you get different pathogens. So, for example, the most prolific pathogen is norovirus, and you know, we call that the winter flu. That might give you a bit of sickness for 24 hours. I think what you might have is something called Clostridium perfringens or Staph aureus, which again is short-lived. 
But then you get to the really virulent pathogens like E. coli 157, like they have in the Calgary, which basically can go to life-threatening. And there's also a botulism outbreak going on at the moment in France with three Canadians involved, and that's fatal as well, and listeria. So it really varies depending on the sort of pathogen you acquire. But a lot of the time, it also depends on the person. Yeah. So if you're young adult, fit and healthy, that's usually all right. But if you're like me, getting on a bit, uh, immunocompromised or very young, then you're more susceptible to foodborne illness for sure. That's the thing, right, Keith? I mean, half of it might be the pathogen, and some of them are more severe than other ones, but any of them can be really, really catastrophic, depending on the patient that's infected, right? I mean, like you say, elderly, uh, immune compromised, whatever the case may be, they're more susceptible to severe outcomes, right? Yeah, exactly. So in the case of the Calgary outbreak and the daycares, a very young, highly susceptible to E. coli, highly susceptible to salmonella, and when we get older, you know, things like listeria uh, become more susceptible to them, even things like norovirus and all those ones. So it is a state of the nation. And as we all know, um, there's more old ones than young ones these days. So it's, I wouldn't be surprised if foodborne illness outbreaks you know, keep increasing. I wanted to ask you about that because, I mean, we of course, we all eat every day, several times a day. There are massive kitchens, there are restaurants, there's hundreds of thousands of places that are doing, you know, are you surprised it doesn't happen more often? I think in a way, the fact that we've got this one, we've got Walkerton, and, you know, we can cite the major outbreaks. I mean, the system that we have in place must be at least somewhat effective, right, Keith? Well, this is a confusing part. You know, people say, come on, getting all these outbreaks, the food safety system must be collapsing. But in actual fact, a lot of our sort of efforts have been in detecting outbreaks. So, for example, not so long ago, you'd be very lucky to detect an outbreak, but it would be over and done before you could even get a sample to detect. But our diagnostics and sequencing now can really identify outbreaks when they occur. So even though we hear about it in the news about recalls and all this, it sounds like a food safety system crisis, mm -hmm. which it could be at a certain point, um, basically it is common. But as you rightly said at the top, we go to a restaurant, um, They'll eat something. Next day we feel ill, but it doesn't mean, say, was that restaurant. We could get ill maybe up to 10 days in the case of E. coli oh. after the event. So as you could see, it's a very moving target, very hard to point down. Yeah. But it's certainly increasing. Yeah, trying to find the intersection would be like uh, solving a puzzle. Um, what can we do to prevent it? I mean, I think we know a lot of the things, right? I mean, we, we've been had them drilled into us. Has anything changed? What's the best way of keeping ourselves safe? Well, the best way to do it is the four sort of foundations at home, which is to cook. You know, make sure it's cooked right when you piece the meat thermometer. Make sure it's chilled, i.e. refrigerated. Make um, sure it's clean, i.e. sanitize the work area. And obviously, cook, chill, clean are the kind of uh, points. But really where we get stuff settled when we depend on other people supplying it. And when you go to a restaurant, you might get something that's lukewarm. Honestly, don't take the risk. You know, it's not, as you rightly said, even if the illness is short, it can be horrific at oh. the time. <laughs> a lot of these pathogens have long-term effects, so you never take any risk with things. If you, don't, if you suspect something's not quite right, yeah, certainly don't risk it. Err on the side of caution. Yeah, never bad advice, Keith, that's for sure. Never. Excellent. Thank you for the information, Keith. I appreciate you being here today.